Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Twanda. Hey, and this is Rumel. Hi, Rumel. Hey, Twanda. <laughs> As so, if we haven't just been talking all yesterday all morning and, and morning. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So let me ask you something. Girl, can I ask you something? Sure. What you got? Protest much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. In so many different ways. Yeah. I will have to say, <clears throat> I didn't personally go out to do the protest or to participate in the stand downtown and hold up signs protest. Mm-hmm. Because I am really scared of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It's very real. Right. But it's very... I stand united with those um, participating in the peaceful protest uh, for George Floyd. And I've watched them and prayed for them and worried about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I felt I have the same feelings. I have not gone and actually raised a sign and protested. And to be honest, I have a little bit of guilt in that because I do so much want to participate mm-hmm. in the resistance in creating change. Right. And mm-hmm. if this were virus free, I know I would have been out there and I know my kids wanted to be out there, mm-hmm. but it was something we chose not to do. Um, and so this week I spent a lot of the week trying to figure out, hey, so how do I be a part of the resistance? Well, can I ask you, did you post anything in your social media that speaks to where you stand on this issue? I'm probably posting something like every 12 minutes. I mean, okay, like... Yeah. I mean, like, if you don't know how I feel, you had definitely you haven't been on my thread. Not yeah. paying attention. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. So I have to ask you, this is completely off, not off subject, but the mayor of DC. Oh my gosh. I just saw that this morning. She literally put up a big Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm painting on the road curb to to curb (laughs) leading to the white house and it's the biggest like if you think of a four-lane highway it's right it it it, the letters are blocked across all the lanes curb to curb yes so it says a big black lives matter and I was like, oh, you ticked off the wrong one. <laughs> yes, yes. And she named the she named the square there um, Black, Black Lives, Lives Plaza. Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah Black Plaza. Lives Matter Plaza. Plaza, That's yes. Right. And so she, I With had to look her up. It has mm-hmm. a sign. It has mm-hmm. a sign. It has so a it's sign. official. It's an mm-hmm. official place. So um, I was just like, got to love it. Got to love her. That, yeah. And I'm going to say that it speaks to me um, to see people uh, saying, standing out and saying, I recognize that Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. we won't stand by and silently watch and let this happen uh, right. where uh, Black lives are taken unjustly. 
Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to stand there. And, and that was one. It's just like we, we stand with the movement. And I, I really appreciate that. I was like cheering that on. I was like, that is bold, like literally bold. It's literally bold and bright mm-hmm. orange or yellow, mm-hmm. yellow letters. Um, I think they said it was 55 feet across. So if you can just imagine that, it's huge. And, um, and she just, she took her stand and that was part of her protest of what's, what was happening, what happened on Well, that. she used the resources she had to make a statement. Boy, okay. Yeah. I, I could mean, like, you know, use some chalk on the crayon, um, some chalk on the sidewalk in my neighborhood in front of my house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. But the thing about what I was thinking about this week is how can I do things that will be more um, longstanding, um, sustainable, mm-hmm. sustainable, like things that I can participate in that will hopefully help forward the protest since I'm not out there um, with my sign. And right. I think it's amazing that we, so as of today, I think today's the 12th day mm. of um, continued protesting, Protest. something like that. Um, and I think that's fabulous, but I realize um, that those protests will eventually fade and end and I don't want for the uh, I don't want for this cause to fade as well right. yeah we don't want the message to be buried again mm-hmm. quite frankly because it just it, it it builds up for for us you know you see mm-hmm. another one and then another one and then another one and eventually we're going we're gonna to gonna be here again so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that with the Country, uh, across country protesting, as well as across the um, whole world, we have seen people say this has got to end, mm-hmm. and that Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and that makes me feel really, really good. That maybe we're at the point now where everyone's paying attention, and we're all in on one accord about we've got to make this better. You're yes. not going to let this um, pa- pass by. We're not going to sweep this under the rug going forward. Um, and I feel a movement that like, we've never seen this happen before. You remember no. Rodney King? Remember this? Oh, yes. And that was that were, huge. Right, that was huge. But you mm-hmm. know what didn't happen? We didn't have companies talking. Yeah, I know that. That did, yes, conviction did not. Yeah, that that didn't happen. But you know, also what didn't happen after that is, um, yeah, we have now we have companies saying we see the injustice, we mm-hmm. acknowledge, we recognize, and we know it's got to quit. We see that um, racial prejudice is affecting Black people. Um, in significant and sometimes fatal ways. And right. that is nothing that we want to turn away from. We want to see mm-hmm. it, acknowledge it, squelch it. And I hear companies saying that, and that feels different. Yeah, That feels different than, you know, it happened and, you know, nobody else had anything to say about it. And just, you know, we as African-Americans mm-hmm. go forward going, oh, we got, you know, this country doesn't really love us. You can tell, you know, that's what yeah. we feel like and over yeah, and over absolutely. again. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm feeling um, hopeful that we can see 
positive change and that people like you mm-hmm. and me mm-hmm. will work, uh, look for ways to, to do our protest and, and move the ball forward. Right, right. So did you see um, President Barack Obama's um, uh, speech? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, you know, we really needed a person who could grab everyone's attention mm-hmm. and speak words of comfort, words of concern. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was not just able to speak comfort and concern, but he also spoke of some different ways that um, we need to move forward, you know? Um, One of those things was making sure that everybody votes, right? Okay. Yes. (laughs) It's like, I forgot that we even have to take it, there it's like so on the forefront of my head you all know we gotta vote like we we're all right. sure we got to get together and vote in new leadership yes but, but you're right it's, it's good to say it because i know it's on the forefront of my brain but I, I think some other people have in the past felt like their vote didn't matter and it didn't matter if you didn't vote because yeah well now well i think i think w- I think people have been saying for a while that voting for your local um, election in your local elections does matter, but I don't think it has become as much of a, I don't know if there's been as much of an example of how it truly affects us Mm -hmm. as in right now, Mm -hmm. because when we don't vote on who is our mayor, (laughs) <laughs> that's true if we don't vote on that um the mayor or the governor the, the governor mm-hmm. yeah the mayor the governor but a lot of times we think it's so far up the president mm-hmm. that's so far up it's only going to be one of one of two parties and <laughs> you know i have problems with both of them okay fine but when it comes down to your mayor when it comes down to your city manager mm-hmm. those are the people that um are going to be interviewing for the sheriff mhm that's right well, the sheriff um is going to however they police mhm is going to be the way that your community is policed right so it all ties in together it does and this situation brings that to our attention more Mm -hmm. than maybe anything else, maybe because it's collectively, it affects all of us Mm -hmm. in um, the same or very similar ways. And what I mean by that is, you know, our governor had to decide when the state and how long, you know, when the state was going to be shut down, you know, what, what our state, how our state was going to handle this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so it was important that we elect someone who, thinks like us are the, mm-hmm. you know, is, is going in the same de- voting and, and making decisions and right. the right direction right uh, that, that match our beliefs. And that is important. Right. And our and mayor, we, mm-hmm, I was just thinking how our mayor right now is deciding how to handle the protesters. Right. And every mayor is making decisions on you know, how to, ha- right now we're dealing we're with, we're, we have a curfew and mm-hmm. our mayor has to decide when we don't have a curfew anymore. And, and she's doing that to, to try to um, 
make sure that uh, the protesting doesn't go out, get out of hand. And, and mm-hmm. so I'm looking at a way that now everybody is paying attention to these elect, elected officials' mm-hmm. decisions and how they are directly affecting right. us. And I'm hoping that everyone is seeing how important it is to participate in choosing who that is and how they represent you in that office. And, and also the prosecutors, the judges. Mm -hmm. So if you're going, if you're going to be arrested by crooked cops, then who's going to prosecute you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They have to make a decision as to whether they prosecute you or not. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so those prosecutors are very important your judges who are elected to the bench. Those That's are right. very important. And, um, and so we have to take a more active role in that. And I will, I will be the first one to say, sometimes I'm better at it than others in right. terms of making sure that I'm picking who I think will be the best. But um, from now on, I've always voted locally. Mm-hmm. I will say that I mm-hmm. don't miss a local vote. But I am going to make more of an effort to really dig down and see who I am trying to um, elect and put into office at a local level. So my kids have asked me, you know, who do I know? How do I know who to vote for? Because I don't really expect them to do all their due diligence. And I don't mind telling them who I want them to vote for. Uh, mm-hmm. They are they are my kids, but they also have their own minds. So I say when you don't have the time to vet it yourself, there are organizations that look after your interests. You can identify some of those organizations, right? And look and see who they endorse, and you know, and just being active in knowing what organizations those are and how to go out and reach them. And I'm their parents, so I can lead them in the right direction. If they want to go a different way, they know enough to say, oh, they're organizations. Well, what organizations represent me might I want Mm -hmm. to look towards for endorsement purposes? But that is is just so important. And we see that right now in these circumstances. Right. I I do know that like when you go to the polls, those organizations will – there are different organizations with different spins and different ways that they lean, but they have a, a cheat sheet, if they, if you will. Yeah. So you just have to pick the com- the organization that most resembles what you uh, value. Yep. I know for myself, I a lot of times I will go with a specific one, um, a specific organization. However, I have had differences in different um, in individual um, races. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the election that I've gone against what they've said because I did not feel that way, but it's because I did the research on right. them that mm-hmm. allowed me to make my own personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a great thing. And I, I do tell my kids the same thing that it's helpful if you don't have the time and if you trust that organization and that's the key is the trust of organization mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're going to go that route but it's important to vote in the yep. thing. i think that's what it all comes down to i have in my notes non-negotiable if you want change <laughs> then you have to vote. that's that is part of it yes right. and we yeah. have to make that that has to be a priority in our lives uh if you whatever you don't know to find mm-hmm. out 
go find mm-hmm. out. Don't uh, ask, but uh, not voting, not participating in this is, is not good enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. So um, I, another thing that I'm thinking about doing um, is actually moving some of our money to a black bank or credit union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, Jimmy's fraternity, you know, his chapter, they actually um, use our Durham. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, manufacturers and farmers um, bank here in Durham. Did I say that right? I always no. forget. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's mechanics and farmers. Mechanics and farmers. Right. I always I always mix it up. I, always, I was like, I always, what bank is that? I don't, I don't I'm know. sorry about that. But, but the mechanic. letters are M and F. So I was trying to actually steer away from that. Yeah, okay. But, but it helps for yes. people to, to know. They'll say, what is, the, the, what is mechanics what and farmers? Say? I've yeah, never no, seen no, no. that. Yeah, but it's, you will see the logo says M and F. Yeah. So, and actually we have that. Um, there is an article that has a bunch of listed um, companies, banks, mm-hmm. or credit unions that are owned by black are they're black owned. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we have that and put that in, put the, show in the show notes. notes. Yeah. yeah. We have every of it listed, but, um, yeah, some, and some of the like fraternities actually have a credit union. Um, our husband's fraternity does have a credit union. Okay, We're just going to say that's Phi Beta Sigma. We Phi want Beta people Sigma. to know who we're talking about. That's yes, perfectly yes. fine. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so there are ways that we can help, um, by you know support our money. institutions yeah bring our money there so and we already have some money there but um some money invested in black um banks but i think it's time to bring more in yeah and that's a good idea I, we used to we we're using our state employees credit union right now but yeah uh, i have to make a few changes and and put some money over there, I haven't supported mechanics and farmers like I should have. So that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but if we, yeah, well, we talked about you're talking about banking, and it mm-hmm. leads me to to money and how I shop, how you spend and how it. I spend mm-hmm. my money. And as I got older, something clicked, and I decided that I want to be comfortable with and be able to. Yeah, I want to, I will, if I'm spending my money, my hard-earned money, I want to feel good about who I'm spending it with. Right, absolutely. And I have been known, you know, I'll go look and make sure that the people who are in charge of caring for me, Mm -hmm. you know, match some of my beliefs. That's not necessary 100% of the time. Right. But I I do like to have some control. I would like to know uh, that the First place I'm spending money with, um, uh, at least you know, leans in my leans on my side in terms of uh, political beliefs. In some mm-hmm. cases, that makes a difference to me. Not in all right. cases, but in some cases, that makes a really big difference mm-hmm. um, to me and how I spend my money. And you were telling me about an app that helps yes. you identify companies and how they spend yes. their money politically. So my niece came to me um, this week and she was like, auntie, there's this app. It's called, it's called Goods Unite Us. And yeah. I'm going to put that in the show notes too. But mm-hmm. um, the purpose of it is really to give you a tool 
to determine what companies you're using have what political swing. Where do they spend? How much do they spend? Do they donate? And donate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do they donate? Um, to one political party or another. And they actually give you the percentage. Like, not I haven't seen yet one company that gives all to Republicans or all to Democrats. Um, but you can see how much of the pie goes to the Democrats, how much of the mm-hmm. pie goes to the Republicans. And you can make your own decision. Um, I know for myself, um, I hate grocery shopping. However... <laughs> Um, my grocery store that I usually grocery shop with, they, um, donate most of their money goes to the uh, party that I am not uh, be affiliated with, but there's the other one that I don't like as much, but <laughs> they support the party that I support. And so I've just decided if I hate grocery shopping anyway, I might as well just go all in and I'm going to start shopping there. So it's a choice that I can make, but I didn't even know it was information so, I didn't have before. So it sounds like I can type in the company, the corporation, mm-hmm. and the Goods Unite Us app shows me how they spend their money politically, how they divide up their money. How they divide up their money. Okay. And I don't know how much that's worth. It might not be worth anything to some people, but it might mean something um, to us who say, hey, well, I don't really care about this. So if it, um, or I do care about this and how they spend their money, how they donate their money makes a difference to me for this service, then you at least have that option. And it's a free download. So I say if it's something that might help you make decisions on who is working, who you spend your money with, Mm -hmm. then I say go for it. Uh, That makes a difference. Uh, I remember when we first learned about all the racist statements that the Papa John's Mm -hmm. owner, CEO, Mm -hmm. uh, said, (laughs) you're so funny. Uh, And we stopped buying Papa John's pizza and we like pizza. I like some of the... um, uh, types of pizza that they had and mm-hmm. I don't you know I don't go there anymore the kids are like but no we want to eat it's like we're gonna find something else we're gonna, we're gonna find another or uh, another pizza place we're gonna make our own pizza we don't do that let me tell you I I don't know what made, made me think of this but I was brought to the insecure insecure and you know how Issa is like, I don't fuck with Molly no more. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you and Papa John's. Right? Yes. yes. Right. I don't fuck with Papa John's anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't cuss much, but that's how much I don't mess with them anymore. I mm-hmm. I don't. And right. it, my kids miss it. They actually mm-hmm. enjoy the pizza, but they it's know. It's the point of the me. matter. It's the point of the matter. I, I can't. I do that, and and I I have some others, and I've and as of late, um, there have been companies who are bold enough, big enough, bad enough, bold enough mm-hmm. to um, align themselves with what I would call the wrong side of the fence on this issue. Yes, mm-hmm. and I then align my money away from them. You know, exactly. for, and, and that's one way that makes me feel better about how I spend my hard-earned money. I don't want right. it going towards an organization as much as I can help it. 
uh, I don't want to go into an organization that is fueling the source of the problems. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. So um, speaking of donating money. Um, I was talking about spending money, but let's talk about donating well, money. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you were talking <laughs> about spending. I was talking about like the company's donating. But, oh, that's true. Okay. That's yeah. good. That was a good transition. I'm sorry. We're going to get better it. at that transition. I know. I know. <laughs> but folks, pretty soon we're going to get awesome with these transitions. <laughs> You know, one accord. We will. Okay. I know. Do over. Speaking of donations. (laughs) Speaking of donations, (laughs) yes. Yes. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's one way that people can can help. I think both the cause and organizations that are within the community. Right. so when you know we're talking about, I'm, I'm thinking about me as someone who donates. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to first say that we have to be really careful of just throwing money at it and dropping a load of money in an organization that's not really helping this particular cause. Right. So um, right. whereas beautifying the corner of the street would be a nice cause to donate to or even you know just we want to be specific we want to route the money to say i want to do something i'd like to um put some money behind my Mm -hmm. my stand where are good places that are going to work on the issue of racial and um injustice Injustice. and racial equity where can we go to get you can't be lazy about it you have to vet it you mm-hmm. have to you have to vet where you think you're going to be sending your money, but it's a good way to to do it. And I mean, it's a good way to um, if you don't have if you don't want to do the shopping thing or if you don't, you know, go ahead, donate, um, make it automatic. If you right. happen to work for um, a corporation. Oh, yeah. Well, they can um, match match, match mm-hmm. your donations. Now, the question I think most people have is, well, what organizations should I donate? Girl, I don't know yet. Okay. And I'm so glad you can say that because I'm just now wrapping my head around all of this and knowing that, hey, we finally got people's attention and there'll be mm-hmm. folks willing to spend money to help fight this mm-hmm. injustice and work, you know, work to solve the problem of a broken, um, system, broken systems in America. Now, who, who's going to do it and how do we get started? Yeah. But I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. You were about to say something. I, I just wanted to say, I, I have identified just a couple, a few places mm-hmm. that I know are working, um, uh, to look at, uh, racial inequity and are working in ways that address um, and tackle and advocate for that. Right. And um, uh, the YMCA is one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, organizations like um, Racial Equity Institute, that was one other one okay. uh, that I remember. I know they're specifically looking at this cause. They send people out and train people about the um, racial inequities and uh, systems. And they just, they go around and they, they help people understand and see what we wouldn't mm-hmm. see. And I said, that's, that's part of the, that helps people understand what the problem is and mm-hmm. think of ways to solve it. Helping fund organizations like that right. help 
con- help make sure that um, we're moving in the right direction. This our money um, being spent well, but I know there are other organizations. Yeah, I just don't know what they are. See, and I think it. I think it's nothing wrong with donating to a local advocacy group, and so that could be different for um, a lot of us, right? But I think the key is what you said is making sure that the money is going to go to an organization that will help further the cause. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and maybe even. Um, encouraging your corporate organizations where you have a voice and you have influence, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that corporate organizations uh, don't make donations, make contributions to institutions that recognize and acknowledge that Black Lives Matter and make it a point to um, uh, move that movement forward. I'm glad you said that because a lot of corporations have a person and that's all they do mm-hmm. right is they funnel where their money goes to who they donate and if mm-hmm. you don't put forth that um that need you know to ask for mm-hmm. money to be donated in their name to an organization they won't do it they won't even know they won't even know right yeah. that's right so, you know, advocate for a group that you're part of and Mm -hmm. who knows, they might tell you no, but if you got $5,000, which a lot of times is just a drop in the bucket to some of these big organizations, that could mean so much to a small organization. um, Trying to make change. Trying to make change. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I like that idea. And as we learn of, and I know right now um, everybody's looking for answers, looking for solutions, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I look forward to seeing what those organizations are so that we can continue. And maybe we'll just keep adding to our show notes or, you know, I'd be curious yeah. to see if other or um, other listeners have organizations that they're aware of that are doing good things or moving the ball um, when it comes to racial injustices and uh, where we can start to support and yeah. the money towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that's one of the things is as people give us stuff, we can continue to update our show notes so that mm-hmm. people, um, as they listen to this at a later date, can get access to. So yep. I think that's awesome. I like that as well. Too. Yeah. Um, so one other thing I think that we definitely need to start volunteering for these organizations right along with our money. We're giving it, give some time. I'm not going to, I don't want to go into it big time because we all know what volunteering mm-hmm. is, but um, decide what it is that, what kind of time you have available and really commit to doing it. Um, I, I, I like that idea as well. Um, I want to, find the place that I can fit in, you know, my list of skills, my collection of skills and talents, mm-hmm. um, just kind of finding where I fit in so I can make change in a way that is going to be best for me. I might not be the one who needs to be on, uh, I'm definitely not running for office, so that's not that's not the role <laughs> I personally want to right. play, right. but I particularly like, for example, um, training, that's my thing. I like mm-hmm. uh, conducting trainings and I right. can really see myself getting the train, the trainer uh, certification or something to, to speak about racial inequity mm-hmm. 
I could see you doing that. Yeah, I could see myself doing that. It's like, mm-hmm. That's one place where I can take uh, the the talents that I have mm-hmm. and contribute it towards this cause. Right. I think that's the key with all of this. I mean, when we're trying to put this together, it's not so that everybody feels like they have to do all the things, mm-hmm. right? It's so that they can think of it outside of the box of just you know, walking in the streets with this with the sign Mm -hmm. is to say there are other ways that we can progress this forward. And so do what works for you. You are an awesome presenter. And so, Oh, thank you. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, that allows, that allows you to be able to do what, um, what you're good at and what you have a passion for, you know, and that makes me think of, Organization businesses, companies mm-hmm. who are already doing well in their, you know, they're they're successful. Mm-hmm. I feel like those organizations could volunteer or donate time or, or information and knowledge. Can you mentor um, an up and coming entrepreneur who needs to learn the tips and the tricks uh, to help them be successful as well. Do you have some information that you can transfer to someone else and help them uh, be more successful? Right. I mean, because right now, I think a lot of us are trying to keep money in the community. Mm -hmm. and, um, And by doing that, we're searching out for black owned businesses, mm-hmm. right? And one of the problems that I see people complain about is the fact that black businesses don't do this or black businesses don't do that. And first of all, we've got to give ourselves a little bit of grace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've got to give each other a little bit of grace. Some of some of these businesses, some of our businesses are working really hard with limited resources. Right. So I think if we, like I was saying, as you know, tying into that, mm-hmm. is that when we um, have, and, and it doesn't matter who's uh, the, the business that is working, uh, that is working well and very successful. I, I want to see those businesses turn around and say, let me help you. Maybe we yeah. hold some sessions to help people, help entrepreneurs learn how, uh, yeah, kind of the tricks of the trade, the tips, mm-hmm. or even being able to funnel businesses, uh, or funnel business to other organizations, other uh, of other businesses. Uh, let, let me mm-hmm. let me rephrase and okay. say that one right. I saw a Facebook post recently where a woman, it was a white woman, who had a black man. I think he might have been a carpenter or something like that, but he did a great job at her house and they had a really good conversation about race, which um, she said is not normally something she would talk about to Mm -hmm. um, other people like that, but they had a great conversation. This man did a really great job for her. This black man and his business did a great job for her. So she posted how, how great his service was, um, Mm -hmm. the quality of his service. They had a really great conversation and she recommended that other people in her circle, because she was on Facebook, hey, I recommend if you have this type of work that needs to be done, you call on this uh, this business. Right. And that man's business blew up uh, in terms of so many people uh, calling him, getting business in places. It opened up his fear. 
of -hmm. customers and he got business from places he would normally not have been able to get uh, business from. And that was one way that a woman was able to extend her resources, her voice, uh, Mm -hmm. her areas of influence and say, hey, this business is great. It provides great service. I recommend Mm -hmm. it. And I would like to see more of that as well. And I think it's important. A lot of people complain about some of the black businesses, but there are a lot of black businesses out there doing a great job Mm -hmm. that are providing services that cater to our needs. And we need to support those businesses. You know, if you, you run into a plumber that, you know, tore up your pipes, don't use them, but don't say that all black plumbers (laughs) are not worthy of your business. You know, let's, Let's use our resources. And like Twanda said, if you have an opportunity to funnel business to some of these um, smaller businesses that could use that economic boost, do it. We have that power to help. And it all it took was a Facebook post. It's it didn't cost her any it didn't cost mm-hmm. her anything. Absolutely nothing. But yeah. it meant a world of difference to this man's business just to mm-hmm. um, open up. Uh, you know, be able to market to other people, open up his mm-hmm. services to uh, a group of people who might not have ever known he existed. So that that was exactly. a that was one way I said, okay, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a sphere of influencers, uh, people will you know who my friends on Facebook and social media, and right. if I see a company doing a great job, go ahead and promote that company. Exactly, I can do that, and that's one uh, way. Again, it didn't cost me anything. Uh, to do that. I don't also don't want to lose the um, the point I was making earlier that I think other businesses that are doing well could do some type of knowledge transfer uh, to, to assist other up and coming entrepreneurs to know how they can be more successful with uh, with their business. What uh, what tips and tricks like uh, have they learned have mm-hmm. the successful business learned that they can pass on so a mentoring scenario i think would make the, a world of difference as well the ropes to skip and ropes to know yes for that's real. A, yeah. thank you that's what i was trying to say yeah yeah <laughs> no it's all good it's all good i i'm just so glad that we got a chance to talk about all these different things even just talking about it again right. made me kind of think it just helps us to, we all want to do something and we're all right. in the position now. I'm doing a lot of, lot more research uh, in my spare time, you know, just t- making the time to say, well, let me figure out what, what I can do. What's, what's out there? Um, how can I move the, the ball along? How do I keep the flame going? Right. As far as uh, uh, keeping this in the forefront, I need to be doing something. So, Yeah. And it's Corona time, so we have a little extra time to do a little extra research. <laughs> well, I'm right? not going outside doing much of nothing. So, yeah. So here we are. But it allows us to make a plan um, to help, like you said, keep the ball moving forward. And mm-hmm. that's what it's about. So. All right. Well, maybe, you know, um, I've I've enjoyed this, uh, this conversation, and I know this will keep going. Uh, but... If anything, if it if it just if it doesn't get well fast enough, um, the 
topic of our next podcast might be of <laughs> extra interest. That's right. <laughs> next, That's right. After this episode, we're going to be talking about the year of return. Year of return, uh, right. uh, return to Ghana. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that happened kind of, that happened a few weeks before this event. So, but I think it all ties into. Yeah, it, about, it so. really does. Yeah. So if it gets bad, your voting don't go right. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Anyway, we're going to talk about uh, uh, of what the year of return, um, returning to Africa, returning specifically to Ghana, going uh, back to Ghana, what that that means. I'm looking forward to that episode. It was a wonderful episode. Touching. Touching. It made me excited. It It made me excited. And Twanda and I have put a date, uh, so to speak, on our calendar for going returning -hmm. returning. we're gonna uh but it was based on just the conversation we had Mm -hmm. and um so it's like okay yeah we're gonna we're gonna go do a a tour we're gonna visit we're gonna see what it's about and you know we we never know here my return might be you know what (laughs) i think i'm gonna pack my bags and go check this place out i don't know i don't know but we had a good time uh, talking it looks like a, a place where we could get a lot of learning um, uh, and I say learning in terms of if you watch this, uh, listen to this episode, you'll learn a lot more about what the year of return is and what you uh, can get from that experience. Was um, there's a lot of education, mm-hmm. and um, and and that's something I'm, I'm very much looking forward to. I I want everybody to hear what we heard, and then I want to go and do it so I can exactly. learn for myself firsthand. Exactly, so much to learn. All right, well. Thanks, guys, for coming by today. We appreciate y'all so much, and we hope that we have given you some information that you could use. That's right. Then you can expand upon, and don't forget to talk to us. So if you have um, businesses and ideas, we really want to, we have a, a Facebook group where we'd like for you to just you know, jump in, tell us what you're thinking. Uh, maybe other people will chime in so we can all just... Uh, share our own information and we all want to move this ball forward that's right until next time time, peace and and blessings thanks for joining us today don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram at girl podcast that's girl with three r's and if you want to participate in our segment ask your girlfriends Email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.